welcome, welcome, welcome to another episode of the Too Many Thoughts podcast. Today I'm joined by a guest. This is the grinder. <laughs> we call you the grinder expert. Heyo. Yeah. So, um, actually, first of all, I wanted to start off with saying Happy Pride. It is Pride Month. We are recording this on June second. Yeah. This episode is going to be released on June third. So we're three days into Pride. I'm. I don't know. I'm excited for all the festivities. Pride Month. At Pride parades in the city. So should be very exciting. We'll have to go to some of those. Um, But yeah, happy Pride to everyone celebrating and just being joyous during this month. Um, Today we are talking about, so our guest star, (laughs) our interviewee over here um, is gay. Correct. Kate, when did you come out? Um, everyone in middle school just kind of knew. Mm-hmm. I kind of talked openly about it. I didn't know I was gay until maybe freshman year. Uh-huh. So sixth, seventh grade, I just kind of identified as bisexual and figured uh-huh. there'd be, I figured it was a phase one way right, or another. Right, yeah. And I was right. And I realized I was gay in freshman year and mm-hmm. I came out to my parents officially also in freshman year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I came out to my mom first just because I was more comfortable with her. Uh-huh. And then I came out to my dad a few months later. Right. Okay. Uh, yeah. Yeah, okay. So we're going to get into all of that. We're going to get into Grinder. if you guys Ooh. don't know about that. I actually, very spicy. Very spicy. We're going to get into all of that stuff. I actually give promos about certain podcast episodes and stuff, especially if I'm having a guest star or interviewee or whatever on the episode. I will promote it on my um, Instagram. So go follow my Instagram at Michelle Dure. Um, I think it's linked on the podcast details somewhere. And then also follow the Too Many Thoughts pod Instagram account to get more updates about different guests that are coming on the podcast, what we're going to be talking about, preview, and you'll have the opportunity. Now I have an anonymous forum where you can submit questions, comments, um, stories you want me to share about the podcast. If you have intimate, crazy stories that you want me to share, which we will get into today. Yeah, with send in your, those questions. Your experience. experience. Um, yeah, it's all anonymous. I'm really happy that I finally have a forum for that. So... Yeah, whatever you guys want to submit. I already had some people revealing some stuff about them experimenting in college, which they submitted, and it, that was anonymous. But now it's anonymous. You can submit whatever you want on there, and then go yeah, go check it out on the Instagram on the podcast details. So yeah, okay. So you already started talk, kind of talking about it coming out. Can we hear your coming out story? What was that like? And you the said story. you were more comfortable with your mom. Yeah, I mean... Or maybe, like, kind of, when did you first kind of realize there is literally a gay pride flag swinging... Oh, we love it. ...reflecting. It It is nighttime right now, and it's, like, bright lights, and we're at our old high school, and the, like, the gay pride flag is, like, swinging and, Gotta represent. ...flashing, literally, like, anyways. Um, okay, yeah, so when did you... So you said you first kind of found out, or people kind of assumed, maybe a little bit, that you were gay in middle school? Yeah, people definitely assumed. Mm Mm-hmm. Um, mannerisms, voice, kind of gave it away. Mm-hmm. I think maybe it, maybe it was in seventh grade because I remember someone asked me if I was gay and I was very like thrown off because like I'd never thrown thought um, about that. Right, right, um, yeah. And people asked if I was dating my best friend at the time, uh-huh. and I was like, no. <laughs> um, he had a crush on me. I didn't realize yeah. that until a lot longer later. Uh-huh. Um, but that was just like it just wasn't those things that like I didn't really think about. Mm-hmm. Um, but so then I remember, I forget how old I was, but it was at the point where I was on Instagram. So maybe seventh, eighth grade, mm-hmm. 
I did have this moment where it's like this. I was scrolling through the explore page, mm -hmm. and this guy came on, like totally jacked dude, absolutely shredded, <laughs> right, yeah. working out, thirst trap and picture. Yeah. As a man, uh, I had a very male reaction, mm -hmm. uh, and I got an erection. I was like, okay, whatever. Okay. But it was like different because like it didn't go away. I was like, that's new. Right, and just yeah. like normally it's like I don't really pay attention to them like okay like there whatever it goes mm -hmm. away and then it was like this one was different and I couldn't figure out why mm -hmm. and I remember I started like panicking I like drank some water and tried to pee I think I was like overthinking it which didn't help so it like really right. just what do you think what was like if you can't remember because I know it's so long ago like what was going through your head what was the panic obviously it was something new and different like you were like okay what's going on it was just what? very confusing mm -hmm. it was yeah, I hadn't thought about sexuality, and it wasn't that I was worried about not being accepted or anything. Mm -hmm. It was just I was confused. I grew up with very, not I grew up like particularly me, just straight culture is very present in our community. Right, like yeah. I had a girl, I had a girlfriend. I'm putting in air quotes, air quotes when I was in yeah. kindergarten, uh -huh. who is now my best friend today. But like yeah. me, she was my girlfriend all of elementary school. Oh, I asked yeah. out several girls in middle school. Mm -hmm. I asked out one more girl my freshman year of high wow, school. You were very bold. Hey, they always said yes. <laughs> I okay. did not get turned yeah. down at all. Uh, okay. They always said yes, yeah. although it barely ever lasted. Mm -hmm. um, but it's just kind of like I thought it was normal to have girlfriends, so I always thought like I should try to have one. Uh -huh. um, this is just part of our culture, yeah. right? And, and it's like kind of like society it. tells us or kind of like what we see online like you know you have a girlfriend or if you have like best friends that are girls or whatever like you just kind of get with them and stuff like that and then you're asking people out yeah that makes sense you just feel pressured to mm -hmm. like kind of do these things not mm -hmm. that other people around me even had girlfriends because mm -hmm. everyone was too young um but it's just kind of the way things worked out um and so when i saw this video it wasn't i didn't really think about it i was just like what's happening to my body right now like why mm -hmm. is my body doing this because it's like your mind is one thing you can i was always very um reasonable i try to like reason things out why things are mm -hmm. happening yeah. and so i just couldn't figure it out and so i remember i started crying oh, and then i talked to my yeah. mom and my i my when i talked to my mom later on she said that i didn't want to tell my dad about it i was like hey whatever like don't tell my dad as mm -hmm. i'm like crying to my tears i don't remember why because mm -hmm. i think i was just afraid of like how my dad would see me mm -hmm. i guess deep down yeah which i always had a good relationship with my dad so I don't know why that I think was part that sometimes it could be tougher. Like, I know sometimes it's, like, easier to find comfort in, like, your mom because it can be a little bit more, can feel, like, less aggressive sometimes, yeah. I feel like. Whereas, I even with me, like, if I go up to my dad and say something, it's way more, like, I have to, like, think about it more than mm -hmm. if I'm going up to my mom and, like, telling her something. She's going to be way more, like, relaxed about it. So, no, yeah, exactly. I think that's, like, pretty calm with a lot of people. But, yeah. yeah. I just didn't want to, like, mm -hmm. let him down because sometimes I did oh, feel like I'd yeah. let my down my dad. Like, I did sports and stuff, but I was never, like, particularly great at it. Mm -hmm. And he was always, like, there for me after a bad game. Mm -hmm. And be yeah. like, we'd just drive around. And he'd kind of let me cry it out. So he was always there for me. Mm -hmm. uh, but I just felt bad they didn't have the same interest. Like, I didn't really care for hunting. I didn't care for sports. Right, yeah. Those are two main things. You, so you felt like, okay, maybe this reaction, it's you're being let down. Or you were letting him down in a way. But then how did you kind of overcome that over the years? Or is that something you still kind of think about? I think at times it's still something I think about. Mm -hmm. Like, he asked if I want to go on this fishing trip with his friends and some and their sons that mm -hmm. are closer to my age, a little bit older. Um, and I still, like, I was like, I want to do it so I can be with my dad and, like, make him happy. Mm -hmm. But I had no interest in being, like, with these other guys. And I don't right, give a... F yeah. Like, fishing's fine. Mm -hmm. But I was coming home from school um, that Friday, and the trip we would have left then Saturday night. So I was like, I don't want to do drive all this time. Mm -hmm. And I don't know. And so I didn't end up going on the trip. Mm -hmm. But I felt bad just because, like, I was like, I want to have a strong guilt. relationship yeah, with my dad. Yeah, yeah. Which I think everyone, like, wants to be, like, 
have a certain connection with their parents, mm-hmm. even if they right. don't always put right. in the effort to. Yeah. Because okay. you only have so much time. Right. No, I totally agree. So, okay, so you go to your mom, you kind of confide in her, mm-hmm. and then kind of what happened after that? Did she, like, talk you through it? What was that like for you? I don't really remember. I think... <laughs> it was a while ago. It was just kind of like... This, ago, yeah. yeah, I think this was probably sixth or seventh grade. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't come out at this point, although obviously my mom's like, well, he has an erection to a man. Mm-hmm. Right. Man working out with these jacked, huge muscles. Uh-huh, right. Still my type. Do you still um, follow... Did you find this person and you're like still no, following him? No, I never followed him Do you him remember anything. him? Who it was? Generic white man. Probably okay. had a little bit of facial hair or something. Uh-huh. Totally sweaty. Um, <laughs> All right. Just in yep. the gym. Mm-hmm. Um, but, you yeah, know, I don't... Not much came out of the conversation. I just remember when I talked to mom later on, when I did come out to her... Mm-hmm. Then I guess a few years later. So if I was seventh grade, then in freshman year, mm-hmm. so two, three years later. Yeah, yeah. Um, I we when I came out to my mom, I came out as bisexual, and I did it very casually. I was like, mm-hmm. my mom obviously already knows. Mm-hmm. Uh, everyone probably already knows. Mm-hmm. I did a musical in middle school. Mm-hmm. I sound very gay. <laughs> I think I look fairly gay. Mm-hmm. Just. I don't know. Like, people could kind of already tell, so you maybe, like, did you feel, like, more comfortable? Because you kind of felt like, okay, people already kind of maybe know just based on how I come off on the daily. Exactly. Yeah. I assumed people knew. All my friends are girls. I mostly hang out with girls. Uh-huh. The girlfriend thing never really worked. <laughs> no one right, stuck yeah. around for too long. Mm-hmm. Although it's only freshman year. Most mm-hmm. don't. Right. Um, but so, what happened? Um, so I came out to my mom as bisexual very casually. I don't remember how I brought it up, mm-hmm. but she started crying. Oh, and I was yeah. so confused. I was like, you didn't know? And she's like, no, I knew. And I was like, so why are you crying? Mm-hmm. And she's like, your life's just going to be so much harder than her. And I remember I was like, well, no, we live in the Bay Area. Like, mm-hmm. no one's going to treat me differently. Like, we're in a very progressive period. Right. And I know right. from when she grew up, things were different. Well, I was born in uh, 1969. Mm-hmm. So, decent. Uh, yeah, times she, were a lot... It was lot harder to be gay during that time it yeah. wasn't accepted as much especially like being in the bay area now in our age like there's so many different communities on in school campuses and stuff like that there's mm-hmm. obviously like so many more parades there's more social media like never be afraid to go get resources definitely yes i love that um so she was coming out of pace like from a place of like i kind of am scared for you yeah or, she was like, worried she knows there was things are gonna be harder for you no resentment whatsoever didn't tell me to like mm-hmm. change or anything just yeah New Full things support. are going to be harder. Yeah. Like, uh-huh. Otherwise, I just went on a straight white man. It's like, perfect. No minorities, no nothing. Oh, he's gay. <laughs> well, now it's sometimes it's helpful to be a minority because you get an advantage. True, so. occasionally. Although I don't, I don't know if I have any. Yeah, I'm sure there's probably something. <laughs> you just kind of write on those applications. <laughs> By the way, I might be a white male, but I'm also gay. Hey, yo. <laughs> In case you couldn't tell. We'll take what we can get. <laughs> right, yeah, okay. Um, but so, yeah, no, she cried, and I was mm-hmm. like, so, I was like, she was like, I know. I was like, okay, so when did you realize? And mm-hmm. she was like, when you're in preschool. And I was like, oh, preschool? A long time Wait, coming. Hold on. But did, did she say anything specifically about preschool? Oh, she did. When she all would the pick, kids are painting rainbows in preschool. You know what I she mean? she picked me up from preschool. Yeah. I don't, I'm assuming it happened more than once, mm-hmm. but she would pick me up, and I'd be wearing the Snow White princess costume they had. Oh, that's sweet. <laughs> yeah, that. but also a very good indicator. Yeah. Like, I don't know. I never really cared that much about a favorite color, but I remember thinking, I want my favorite color to be pink because mm-hmm. pink is like, no one else likes pink. Yeah. I'm going to like pink mm-hmm. or, which didn't really last very long. I never wore pink or anything. It was just like, <laughs> I want to be different. I always wanted to be different as a kid. Uh-huh. I guess it worked. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember in Disneyland, it was like, I can have one souvenir. What are you going to pick? Mm-hmm. And I picked this pink 
Aurora, so Sleeping Beauty umbrella. Right, right. And I took it everywhere on that stupid trip. Oh my god. And it was god. like <laughs> she such knew. a random yeah. thing. Like how as could a kid, she not? Like why would you pick <laughs> yeah. an umbrella? Obviously. Yeah. yeah. And then a pink Aurora one at that, but like an umbrella of all things. Couldn't tell you what happened to it. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so me and my mom had a good talk. I cried a little bit. She cried mm-hmm. a little bit more. Yeah. Um, she was very accepting. Mm-hmm. And then a few months. I don't know how many months. Um, if I came out to my mom in the fall, I probably came out to my dad, like, mid-winter. Mm-hmm. Kind of. Yeah. January or February. Mm-hmm. Um, and I remember my mom had been like, can you tell your dad I don't like keeping the secret? I'm like, what secret? I'm mm-hmm. like, that you're bisexual. Yeah. And I was like, it's not a secret. You can tell him. And mm-hmm. she's like, no, you need... She's like, you need to tell you him. Like, that's to... not what I can say. I'm yeah, like, right, right. Well, it's not a secret. Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. She's like, I brought up cards with my mom. I wouldn't... If it, if it ever came up... That would be fine. Right, right, right. Sadly, it never came up organically. So I guess probably around like February hits and I come out to my dad. Mm -hmm. Uh, I remember, I think he's just sitting, I think he was in my bed because sometimes you're just like, you know, your dad ever dad just like popped in your room. Yeah, right, right, right. Hanging out. Mm -hmm. And I came out as bisexual Mm -hmm. and very different reaction than my mom. Nothing, not rejecting at all. Very, um, hmm, no, no, supportive, but just kind of like. The more, the more reaction I was expecting was very nonchalant. Mm-hmm. The way, like, I had come out to my mom. I was like, oh, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, well, it's probably just a phase. And I was like, oh, mm, I mean, that's not the answer we want. That's The thing that's is, it wasn't upsetting. wrong. Yeah. I did kind of know it was just a phase. Like, I know that I probably will only end up liking men, maybe only liking women. Mm-hmm. I don't know. But being bisexual, I figured it was probably just a phase, just right. where I was at at the time. Right. Um, and I was like. So, so you you're not wrong, but in the wrong he direction. Said, yeah, when he, yeah, okay, so I was going to ask, like, when he said a phase, he kind of meant, oh, you're a phase of bisexual right now, you're going to be actually straight, but you meant, like, it's a phase of bisexual, I want to be, I'm going to end up being gay. Oh, I was like, okay, and yeah. I consider that, like, kind of the end of our talk, mm-hmm. or, but he said something like, my friend in high school came out as bisexual, mm-hmm. and now he's married to a woman, so, and I'm like, Maybe in my head, I was also like, the same path. That doesn't actually mean he's not bisexual, the uh, fact that he married a woman. Like, mm-hmm. you can still like men. Right. Um, even if you're, like, not going to do anything with them. Right, right, right. Um, but I was like, odds are I'm probably not going to marry a woman. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, that was coming out from my parents. Yeah. And so when you um, when you were coming up to your dad to talk to him about it, what was the feeling before that? Because obviously it didn't feel as natural for you or, like, as comfortable to come out to him than it did to your mom. So was it, like... Do you feel like you had, like, some fear or, like, fear, like, maybe letting him down or, like, just kind of feeling, like, just reserved maybe and wanting to wait, like, or maybe even feeling, waiting to feel more comfortable in your skin before you go to him? I'm not even sure, like, what I waited for Mm because I didn't wait for a certain time or anything. I did it kind of randomly. Nothing Mm -hmm. had happened that made me want to do it. Mm -hmm. It was just kind of like, oh, I should probably, like, do this relatively soon. Right, right, Um, And, yeah, I don't really remember being that word i mean i didn't feel like excited to do it mm-hmm. but i definitely wasn't like panicking because i do have pretty bad anxiety uh-huh. um when it comes to like a lot of things mm-hmm. to the point where i would throw up but i didn't really have anxiety it was kind of like oh okay i guess it's now or never time. or something yeah okay that makes sense yeah, yeah. all right so now navigating from <laughs> the whole coming out story right. thank you for sharing that Ooh, happy um, pride happy pride yes all the coming out stories we love to share them and talk about them um so now navigating, so you said you were coming out, so people already kind of knew that you were kind of gay, possibly yeah. gay in high school, mm-hmm. or not, middle school, and then high mm-hmm. school, did you ever feel like you had to come out to people, or did you feel like people kind of assumed, what was that like for you? Um, we had the coming out days as part of, 
I think there was, like, an LGBTQ, like, week in the fall or right, something. Right, right, yeah. And so then they would, like, then for coming out day, they would put a big door in, um, what would you call that area? Like, the... The quad? The quad, the yeah. Quad? So we have, like, a big... We're actually at our high school right now. Yeah. Um, they had, like, a huge quad in the center of the school, and it's kind of, like, where all the kids kind of center around during yeah. lunchtime and stuff. And they'd bring um, someone with, like, a microphone. Yeah, and, and they had, like, a big... It's, like, a big stand over there, but it's, like, outdoors. So, um, yeah, you want to continue explaining Yeah. It? I remember um, this girl was running around with, like, a flag on her... She kind of had on her back mm-hmm. that they brought down. Because GSA hosted our coming out day for us. Mm-hmm. Um, Gay Straight Alliance, in case you don't yeah, know what Gay Straight Alliance. GSA is. Actually, it's like Gender Sexuality Alliance. Oh, it is? Actually, Michelle. Oh, um, sorry. I, get it, get it not right. me correcting, like, oh, in case you guys don't know, it's gay straight. Up. Actually, gender no, that's, that's what you would assume, right? Normally, you assume it's yeah, gay club. Okay, so Gender um, and Sexuality Alliance, GSA. I believe that's right. Honestly, I wouldn't okay. even be. It's one of those, it could, it could also be for, like, asexual or something. Okay. Um, yeah gsa Woo! gsa okay. we love having sport so on they, school yeah so they have so, like a door it's basically like a lgbtq day at school coming out mm-hmm. day and kids yeah they just yeah. come through the door mm-hmm. uh my best friend he came out as queer um and i was like we all know you're gay mm-hmm. um but yeah that's where he was at <laughs> at that point yeah. and he's comfortable with sexuality now mm-hmm. and that's where yeah that's where they're at so it's like come out as whatever you feel comfortable with at the time um i didn't really like I wanted to do it. I just felt like really awkward because it wasn't. It like, was uh, in front of the whole school, and they had like a microphone, and it's like yeah, it's kind of nerve wracking. But just because like any public speaking is nerve wracking, like the whole school right, knows. Right. Yeah. So it's like there's no reason not to do it, mm-hmm. and so I did it with one of my other friends at the time, and I think they all we both came out as bisexual, mm-hmm. um, and I don't think that they identify as bisexual anymore, but I think their pronouns have changed. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just like everyone has their own journey. Yeah, do you feel like the physical bit, because they had, like, a door there, and the mm-hmm. physical thing of, like, coming out the door and be like, hello, world, I'm gay, I'm bisexual, did that, like, symbolism do anything for you, kind of, like, actually? I think it's just Because everyone says coming out of the closet, but that was literally, like, yeah, that's where the idea comes from. fucking opening the door and, like, high whole yeah, school, people are doing, like, like cartwheels out of that shit. Yeah, um, yeah. So I think it's just more theatrical. It makes it more, like, fun to people do. People were very proud of it. Like you said, there was, like, oh, people, yeah. like, running around with flags on their back, like, Superman. I think They're... pretty much everyone was, like, people you would have expected, everyone... though. Yeah, yeah, right, there, right. There were, I think there might have been, like, one surprise. I was like, oh, okay. Like, that's cool. We didn't know. But, like, for the most part, everyone was pretty much, like, already out or, like, yeah. people could tell. Now, I do remember, no one came up to me, like, at the at the time. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, hung out with the club. We took a picture for the yearbook. Um, but then later at Water Polo, I remember someone asked me if I got paid to come out. They were like, I heard you got paid $100 to, like, come out. And I was like, no. I was like, I wish. I, I was going to, I mean, I I'll did it anyway. So, yeah, I'll, yeah. I would have done it for a dollar. Like, because right. I did it for free. Uh-huh. Um, so, I wish I got $100. And it turns out that I think someone else in our high school did get paid. Which I don't remember them coming out. Maybe. Oh, my God. But I think someone did get dared to do it for, like, a certain amount mm-hmm. of money. I don't remember them doing it. I didn't yeah. stay for the entire time, so maybe mm-hmm. that's why I missed it. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I remember my coach came up to me afterwards, and he's, I feel he's such a nice guy, mm-hmm. but he does give the kind of, like, peaked in high school vibe, which okay. I think is part of, like, why he still works at a high school. Uh-huh. And he did, like, all our sports teams and coached everything, mm-hmm. and he talked about how he used to do, like, 100 push-ups every night before we went to bed. Right, and, like, yeah. he Very intimidating type of... I don't know about intimidating. It, like... Do you feel like showing off or like? What do you oh, mean? he couldn't do or that. Or he's now. like, I'm a real man's man. It was just he talked about talk like how how things were back in my day, and uh, so he came okay. up to me and he told me how proud he was of me that I was able to do that. And I kind of mm-hmm. like thought it was funny. I was like, oh, that was like easy. Like I had no shame, uh-huh. but it just meant 
it was interesting because I know if, I, if that happened back in his day, it would have been a huge deal to make a public announcement. Yeah, right. And it was just interesting to see someone coming from that mindset. And I just felt happy that he was proud of me. That's good. Yeah, I feel yeah. like it's very similar to, like, what you ha- like what happened with your mom, right? Yeah. Yeah. We are just kind of like, oh, I know what it was like back in our day. Mm-hmm. And, like, for you to be doing that. And, like, them coming from a place of, like, seeing the progress, I mm-hmm. guess. Yeah, because yeah, really for sweet. reference, yeah. I mean, the Stonewall riots, which really, like, brought in uh, more, like, social norms and made mm-hmm. being gay more acceptable didn't take place until, I want to say, mm, it was 1960s as well. I want to say 1965... Mm-hmm. To 1967 that's the same time when harvey milk was like running his campaign and he was like the first gay um man the first openly gay man in public office so the 1960s is not that long ago that's only about 50 years right right but i think it's mostly like social media and stuff and like yeah social media really helped and it hurts but it does help too huge yeah Okay, so you kind of already talked about it and this is another question i wanted to ask you Mm -hmm. so organizations we talked about GSA, we talked about, like, com- the coming out day that we did at our high school, um, what other, like, sports that you did, if you want to touch on that, mm-hmm. what type of different organizations made you feel, like, comfortable as a gay person, uncomfortable, were there any run-ins you had yeah. during, like, high school period? I'll start with GSA, because yeah. GSA... high school can be a very, like, everyone is in everyone else's business, and... Yeah. It's it can be hard sometimes. You're very limited sometimes, like what you can and can't do because like you're waiting to get out of high school. Mm-hmm. So what was that like for you? Yeah. Well, I was at school in the Bay Area. They were like we're openly gay right, right, students. Yeah. Like my mm-hmm. best friend was openly gay. Uh huh. Um, but it was just like no one was like my type. It was like more like the kind of theater kid, kind of like blue haired girls mm-hmm. and everyone had dyed hair or weird haircuts and i was like i just want kind of like a normal kind of like someone else who does sports like i did water polo i did swim team i'm like why can't one of those guys like so have a little locker room kind of like the typical like that people think of like high school theater kids or they're like doing that type of stuff that are like the gay kids like literally like the more, more theatrical the athletic you weren't into like the theatrical theatrical ever yeah it wasn't really like yeah. my type wasn't really my scene so i was like oh maybe if i i wonder i remember when my first gsa meeting i'm like i hope i can meet someone here right and it was mostly um it wasn't that many other gay men mm-hmm. um i think there, there was a other like bits of diversity like there were some trans students there were mm-hmm. some lesbians there were just queer folks there was i think at least actually no i thought someone was an ally but they probably i think now they identify as something in the spectrum uh-huh. um so it's a little disappointing that i was like oh there's no one like cute for me to just have a little crush on or anything right, yeah um but it was kind of funny to see like the blue-haired girls <laughs> the blue-haired just from that stereotype <laughs> which kind of cracks me up where yeah. they're like super into it they're super aggressive mm-hmm. sometimes they're a little over the top and it kind of right, like gate keeps right. the community it's like yeah. they're not as pro ally they're just pro like us right um, yeah, yeah. and so i was like there's a lot and i wasn't really that involved in gsa which mm-hmm. sometimes i feel sad about although i did try to get more involved like right before the pandemic mm-hmm. so great timing on that right um because yeah. that's when it kind of just fell apart mm-hmm. um and then for sports um swim team i absolutely loved i was always great with girls so i mostly had friends that were girls mm-hmm. and then the guys whatever we did our relays and then we just kind of parted ways yeah. um and then water polo um i found out one of the guys was I don't know if I can say bisexual because he doesn't identify as bisexual, uh-huh. but I did end up fooling around with him just a little bit, um, nothing too deep. Mm-hmm. And then I found out one of the other one of his friends. They were both I think two years older than me. Mm-hmm. He also um, I think is bisexual. Uh-huh. Uh, but it was just funny because like I didn't really I didn't find out about that until like after he graduated, mm-hmm. and it was kind of interesting. 
I think one guy on swim team was gay. There wasn't. There was two gay guys on swim team, uh, but it just wasn't really as like they weren't really as open. Mm-hmm. Um, so the water polo guys were kind of more closeted and in denial. Um, in denial, I like how you say that. Can you talk yeah. more about like people being in denial? What's what's that like? And do you feel like you ever shamed them for being in denial? I think I have shamed people. Like I realize, like because I'm have my mindset where it's like it's not that big a deal to come out mm-hmm. i do have to put it myself in other people's shoes and remember like yes it is mm-hmm. like you have to when you come out it feels like you're changing part of your identity to some people mm-hmm. if you're not already like kind of leaning into it um because like i talk about boys like all the time such so as part like i do feel very gay if right. i talk about guys or right, i'm sure yeah. other guys talk about banging girls and so to not uh-huh. be able to talk about that anymore um it must feel like something's changing and like you're disconnecting from something that you relate to with other people uh-huh right um because that's just part of like locker room talk mm-hmm. um all of those other parts which is i think um that i also didn't really connect to it's like they talk about video games they talk about sports and they talk about girls those okay, are the three yeah. main things mm-hmm. i don't really care about either of those mm-hmm. best i ever did i did pokemon and animal crossing <laughs> sports i was like as far as like how our high school team was doing mm-hmm. i couldn't even tell you if i was on jv i couldn't even tell you how varsity did mm-hmm. like i just was there to play i was a competitor mm-hmm. i competed right. and then i didn't care right and i was yeah. like when i lose i also don't care i'm yeah. just here to do my best for my team at that mm-hmm. time mm-hmm. um so i really just didn't have anything to talk to my team about mm-hmm. which felt just kind of shitty sometimes mm-hmm. felt a little lonely yeah. but it never felt like it was like a homophobic thing it was just kind of like i'm just not connecting this isn't my crowd like yeah. i don't have anything to connect with these people but i'm gonna just play my sport and do my thing and i always tell myself maybe one day you will connect like we'd have our little pasta feeds mm-hmm. and they'd just go game and i'd try mm-hmm. to eh, i didn't really i could have always made more of an effort but i was glad i never quit because i definitely awesome, wanted yeah. to quit a lot of times for water polo. I never uh-huh. wanted to quit swim team. I was a swim captain, right. even my final year. Mm-hmm. Um, but water polo, I just always kind of wanted to quit because I just never felt that connected. Mm-hmm. And especially towards the end, mm-hmm. the co- my coach, great guy, mm-hmm. but he'd never played water polo before. So there was such a large disconnect between right, what was going right. on. And the players were too obsessed with winning, mm-hmm. but they didn't put the effort to win. Mm-hmm. Whereas I put in all the effort, but I didn't care if I won. I was like, I'm here to That's do my best. That's amazing that you actually made it to be the lead of the like actual water polo team that you were like what was it the captain captain of swim team i was captain of the water polo team my jv year Uh just because my coach like saw how like how much work i put into Uh it and the respect i had Mm -hmm. but i didn't like have the connection to the guys to like really maintain it yeah and as a jv team no one cares like captain doesn't mean shit it's kind of funny because i feel like once you're when you're independent in a team you just kind of are literally there to do because like sometimes people join teams to like be more involved where like they're like trying to make friends with people and stuff like mm-hmm. that but you were literally just there to play and yeah. so it really just made you independent and like better than everyone else on the team yeah because there'd just be times <laughs> where it'd be like we warm up when they're we do laps hanging out they go talk and i'm actually the only work. one doing laps right yeah they wouldn't do laps like a lot of the guys on water polo didn't do swim team totally yeah which normally go pretty hand in hand right 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 which is a lot of the reasons why we got our ass kicked and then they'd go bitch about it <laughs> I had to throw a little bitch fit one time because uh-huh. they were so mad. I busted my ass up and down the pool mm-hmm. almost the entire game. Because that's the thing. They'd always need to get subbed out because they didn't mm-hmm. swim. Right, yeah. I wouldn't get subbed out because I was like, I need to carry this bitch on my back. Oh my and I didn't God. score goals, but I played hella good defense. Like, they did yeah. not score on my side. Mm-hmm. And I remember someone made some comment about the defense being shit. And I was like, I lost. I was already crying because mm-hmm. I was like, I just worked my ass 
ass off. Like, right. I was so tired after the game. Uh -huh. Like, I felt dizzy. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. I worked myself into a point where I was, like, dizzy and nauseous. Mm -hmm. And y'all are just like, why did we win? And you're just, like, mm -hmm. blaming each other. No one takes credit. It was never my fault. It's not because I didn't do <laughs> laps during practice. It's not because I oh can't, God, like, yeah. I take these really bad shots. Mm -hmm. It's just mm -hmm. always someone else. Um, and I was like, I like team spirit. Our mm -hmm. swim team is known for spirit. But I'm getting a little off topic, so I'll switch into the other I was going to say, we could go on and on about how yeah. shitty high school sports teams are, because I've had my fair share of that. I will say Mock Trial was great. That was the other team I was on. Okay. Mock Trial was great, although as a witness, you could have been, uh, you could, I mean, it's written a, what is it, if you don't have a, is there a name if you don't have a gender? It's written so that you don't have genders like, as the roles. Like cisgender? Cisgender? Does, no, cisgender, I don't know. Michelle, you're a cis woman and I'm a cis man because we were born those genders and maintain them. You okay. wouldn't be cis if you were born a man and now you're a woman. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I had to correct one of my professors in college on that. And yeah. I was like, why are you teaching this if you don't know it? Right. Because someone in the class asked, so if you're gay, does that mean mm -hmm. you're not a cisgender? He's like, I think so. And I was like, put my hand up. If you can't see, I have my hand wrong. up right now. Yeah. I was like, actually, you are wrong. Oh <laughs> that was God. really yeah. awkward for the professor, I guess. Actually, it wasn't even that awkward. He like, he... Mm -hmm. Knew he didn't know very much, mm -hmm. but I was like, which is fine. Just don't be teaching on it. Right. Okay. So that All right. Does so you kind of college. Yeah. Let's talk about college. I'll let yeah. You, yeah. I'll let's let you do transition back. <laughs> I'm like, literally, we could talk shit about high school sports, high school teams, high school clubs literally all day i need to make another episode about that because i think a lot of people have really interesting stories about it and the shit that goes down in the locker rooms oh yeah um but yeah let's transition to college okay. so let's talk about how now navigating college life from high school how's it different do you think you have more freedom because a lot of people do experience that in college you are also part of a fraternity yes a quote-unquote gay fraternity no okay in college let's talk about that <laughs> So my fraternity used to be known as a gay fraternity. They're not anymore mm -hmm. because we had a gay president. Okay. So my fraternity is very um, diverse. Mm -hmm. We have people of all backgrounds. I mean, we could have more Asian people. We have like one Asian guy. Our president was um, our old pre last year's president or this year's president was Vietnamese. The one for the following 22 fall yeah, right, will right. be, um, I think he's, Mexican, but he's Latino. Mm -hmm. um, the one before that, I think, before the Vietnamese guy was Latino. Mm -hmm. um, and before that, I think it was a black guy. So um, we just had a very diverse frat. Mm -hmm. We have white guys, Mexican guys, mm -hmm. all sexualities. Mm -hmm. um, and I didn't know this at the time. Mm -hmm. I just joined this frat because I... <laughs> um, Why, how did you find the frat? Yeah. I'd never heard of this frat. Okay. I was like, I don't think I'm going to be able to get into a frat mm -hmm. because I've never been able to connect like on a friend level with straight men. Okay. Um, I've always had like women and gay friends have always been like my closest people. Mm -hmm. And so I was like joining a frat. I did it to push those limits. Mm -hmm. I was like, if I'm ever going to have male friends now seem straight male friends, this mm -hmm. is probably the best time. And one of my last chances. Yeah. And it's like, it's just good to get out of your comfort zone. Definitely. Yeah. Being push pushed out of your comfort zone. It shows more your limits. It shows kind of uh -huh. what you're capable of. And I don't know. I think it's how you become a stronger person. Yeah. Because I think definitely, I love how you said that. I definitely like frat guys. You don't think of like gay people being in frat mm -hmm. guys. Cause it just doesn't align with like the kind of. So again, got a rep. The Yeah. <laughs> you're in there. You're representing. So what is it like? Because like frat guys are typically like very like headstrong straight like oh let's drink all night like I, like raves i don't know I, oh they I, are yeah they love my friend like? loves to drink what is that um, like well that's the thing i didn't know that they were the gay frat 
that they used to be known as the gay frat when mm-hmm. I joined. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that they are, I got a Chico state. Mm-hmm. So the area is more rural. You don't get to like liberal, although the campus is definitely more liberal than mm-hmm. the rest of the town. Right. Yeah. Um, so it's not homophobic, but it's just more on the down low for some guys. Um, and there's definitely like open the gay guys in mm-hmm. Chico. Mm-hmm. Um, I haven't really dated anyone who's a Chico student. I'm trying to think if that's a lie. I think I, I went on dates with, like, one or two, mm-hmm. two or three guys. Right. Um, but never really had much of a connection. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the fraternity more so. Yeah, there's a really, like, the racial, uh, racially we're very diverse. Um, and then with everyone's kind of how they present themselves, mm-hmm. there's a decent mix. Definitely you have your drinkers, you have your guys who smoke and that's kind of how you found any gay guys in your fraternity you said there was a good mix of people but Mm -hmm. do you feel like because you always said you couldn't really find your crowd in high school um have you been able to find your crowd now like maybe like more athletic gay guys or guys who are like my crowd of friends yeah i've always had a good friends but Uh um guys i've been into um no not really i mean you're probably not really supposed to date in your fraternity anyway Mm -hmm. but my big um, in the fraternity, there's bigs and littles, mm-hmm. and so you can have, like, several, but they're kind of, like, looked as your big brother or kind of, like, your dad. Mm-hmm. Like, I think I've called my big my dad before, but his, um, oh, I don't want to say names. Uh, but he, mm-hmm. I'd have, has as bisexual, mm-hmm. and he, I, when I first met him, I was like, oh, he's gay. And mm-hmm. I'm like, that's cool that a fraternity has gay guys, because I was very worried about, like, going to a fraternity and finding out they're homophobic and yeah, getting, like, dropped. Because I did yeah. hear a rumor, uh, I will name drop K-Sig, no, Sigma Kappa. I get K-Sig and Sigma Kappa, because there's a sorority called... Uh-huh. One of them. Okay. <laughs> uh, One of them is shitty, okay? I think K-Sig is the fraternity, uh-huh. and K-Sig found out that one of their members mm-hmm. was gay, and they were ready to drop him. Wow. And we, I heard this from one of their members. Right, right, yeah. Who kind of agreed, and I was like, whoa, mm-hmm. um, why are we talking? Mm-hmm. Wow. Um, but so my big in the fraternity is seems very gay. People can tell. Mm-hmm. And so I just felt like, oh, this might be the fraternity for me. Because, mm-hmm. like, I originally just started because I didn't think I was going to get in. But mm-hmm. I was like, these this seems like my best odds. Mm-hmm. They seem like they take everybody. Mm-hmm. Um, and so then, yeah, he... I don't remember where going with this. He's bisexual. He's very comfortable. Mm-hmm. I found out that he has slept yeah, with like some what, of the people like in friends, the fraternity. Friends and, I was and very stuff surprised that you've been making, that. like who are more like your crowd basically in the fr- in the frat. Yeah, so I don't connect with everybody, mm-hmm. but there's families in the fraternity. Mm-hmm. Um so I'm very connected to my family. Mm-hmm. Okay, good. Yeah. So you definitely feel like you have comparing from to like high school and then now to college. Do you have your crowd do you feel like more so now in college where you're like more friends with people and like you can branch out than maybe just like having like girlfriends and stuff like that? I think my crowd is more diverse. Mm -hmm. I mean, I always had a crowd of, like, I had some friends that were, like, more athletic. Mm -hmm. I had friends that were kind of nerdier. I had Mm -hmm. friends in the middle. I was friends with theater kids. Mm -hmm. I was friends with some of the um, stoners. Mm -hmm. So I always had a good range, but they were, like, just typically very female. So, yeah, Mm -hmm. I'd say I finally made some male friends. Definitely, yeah. Okay. And then do you feel like, uh, again, comparing high school and college, where Mm -hmm. do you feel more accepted? Um, I mean, Hills is never at a doubt that i was like wouldn't be accepted mm-hmm. here and then chico was kind of like i'm just gonna kind of ease a little more into mm-hmm. this right which i don't even know if i did very well mm-hmm. um for halloween me and my friends dropped as playboy bunnies and no. one of our oh my God. our lesbian friend was hugh hefner and then yeah. so i was one of the other bunnies i did shirtless i had these little black shorts pictures 
I'll show them to you later. Where are they? They're not on Instagram. I got mad at my friends because they posted all the pictures without me. And so I was like, I'm not going to post jack shit. Um, oh my god. Which they did again. Yeah. This summer, everyone was posting like, this is like our little like collage from the mm-hmm. year, our collage from the last semester. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't any of them. And I was like, fake <gasps> ass bitches. But fake I'm going to actually bitches. go see them tomorrow. Yeah. Okay. Um, not that I'm going to call them that. I'm just like, whatever. Because <laughs> I had more friend groups. They only had like their one friend group, mm-hmm. you know? But I was yeah. like, I felt like they were my main friend group. Right, right, yeah. Um, so you dressed up as the Playboy. Yeah. And this is actually right. when I had my first um, somewhat homophobic experience like ever. Uh-huh. Um, I tried to get into this party that normally it's like the fraternities throwing, but then rugby house, uh, the rugby team at Hill mm-hmm. at Chico. Mm-hmm. I don't know what we don't have a football team, but we have a rugby team. That's, make it make sense. Yeah, literally. So okay. they're having a Halloween party a week before Halloween. It's mm-hmm. not even Halloween yet. Mm-hmm. And so I'm with a bunch of girls. You always have to have girls to get into parties. Sometimes you won't even get into a party, even if like you could have ten girls. Um, so I want to say that we had at least eight and we did try to go to another party and they didn't let us in. They're like, sorry, no guys at all. I was like, there's eight girls and one dude. Come on. Yeah. Didn't Mm -hmm. care. Um, so all the guys, most of the guys at the door already let me in. And this one guy slurring his words, Mm -hmm. steps out and he's like, no, 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 not you. And I was like, oh, I'm with them. It's okay. And he's Mm -hmm. like, no, this is my house. And he keeps saying, this is my house. This Mm -hmm. is my house. Mm -hmm. Which I'm like, I know several people live in this house. It's the rugby house. I know it's not one dude. Uh And the dudes kind of around him are just kind of like, oh, sorry, it is his house. I don't know what that means or what the deal is. Whatever. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, and I'm just kind of like, well, why not? Mm -hmm. And they kind of come up with and there's only like one dude kind of supporting him. He's like, oh, it's like because of what you're wearing. I'm not wearing a shirt. I'm wearing my bunny ears, my bunny mm-hmm. tail, my little handcuffs. And right. I think yeah. I was actually wearing black jeans at this one. I wore my little short shorts later uh-huh. um, for the actual Halloween. Uh-huh. I had to like mix it up a little bit. Of course. Yeah. yeah. Right. Um, and so I'm wearing like black jeans and they're like, oh, you need a shirt. You can't be shirtless. And I was like, oh. And they're like, go back and change and you can come back. And you so, can't be shirtless in the frat? That's such bullshit. Yeah, that's kind of... Like, you, you think so? I'm or? like, for Halloween, come on. But, like, most of the time, like, yeah, you don't really want shirtless dudes at your party. It's, it's oh, just very okay. douchey. But we're going for slutty. I'm like, why are you complaining about I slutty? I feel like, okay, it's like when I think of, like, a frat, I think of, like, all the guys walking around shirtless. No. That's definitely not how our parties That's are. just in the movies. <laughs> Sometimes, I've, I've seen, like, unbuttoned <laughs> shirts. That's I've seen. But yeah. I haven't seen, I haven't really seen full shirts off. Mm-hmm. From what I remember, you know, okay. I think it's a little blurry. All right, parties, so they're you know? telling you you need to get a shirt on to get into this party. Yeah. So my friend has a jacket, and I'm mm-hmm. like, oh, can I just have your jacket? And she's like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And I mean, she's I'm six foot. Mm-hmm. She's definitely shorter than me, mm-hmm. but it covers like my midriff. You know, I'm not. It's right. not like a crop top or anything on me. And I put it on, and he's still like, no, no, you still can't come in. And I'm like, oh. Oh, now we see. Yeah. yeah. It's not that I'm shirtless. It's that I'm clearly gay. Uh-huh. And so he get, he kind of steps up to me at this point because mm-hmm. like I'm just on the steps and I'm like I'm not trying to make this confrontational so I just mm-hmm. take a step back. Right. Like if I want to square up, we'll square up. First mm-hmm. fight, gotta gotta be at some point. Um, but then I'm like I'm with my friends. I'm mm-hmm. not trying to start anything. Mm-hmm. I'm at the rugby house. I'm sure they'd kick mm-hmm. my ass right. as a group of rugby players. Mm-hmm. Um, all the Chico rugby players. So how mm-hmm. good can they be? <laughs> oh my god. Um, but I just kind of step back. I'm like, mm-hmm. what? And he just, I think he takes another step and I'm just like, well, he's totally slurring his words still. Mm -hmm. And I'm like, well, time to go. And I have some other friends that are in the party and they're like, where are you going? Where are you going? And they're like, and I'm like, they wouldn't let me in. They're homophobic. And they're like, what? (gasps) And then we like shook. Uh And it's like one dude and a few other girls. And I'm like, so I know they are letting in some dudes. Mm -hmm. 
So definitely, this dude is just definitely homophobic. Mm -hmm. The other guys, I think, feel a little bad. And they're just kind of awkward. But they're like, mm -hmm. it's his house. And so we leave. And we try to go to another party. Mm -hmm. No luck. We enter the wrong... My friends are like, oh, we have this address. Mm -hmm. It's not a party. It's just someone's house. And they're, mm -hmm. like, drinking in their kitchen. Yeah, yeah. And they're like, hi, mm -hmm. can we help you? And they mm -hmm. see me and they just kind of laugh. Not, like, <laughs> bad. They're just like, what the fuck is going on? <laughs> um, right. Why are there strangers in our house? I'm like, guys, let's go. My friends mm -hmm. are already, like, they pre-gamed. Mm -hmm. Right. So, and so we finally rally everyone to leave. We go to try another part. No luck. And I'm like, okay, we're just going to go back to rugby. Mm -hmm. I bet that guy's not even there. You and go back? Yeah, we go back. And oh, so God. I take off okay. the ears, I take off the cuffs, I put on my friend's jacket before we get even in. Is this trying to look straight as possible? Just Love trying to make sure they don't remember me. Okay, okay. The one guy doesn't remember me in uh -huh. case, because I'm like, his memory can't be that great, he's drunk off his ass. Right. Don't even see him at the door, get in, absolutely no problems this time. Do you put the... I put everything back on. The ears back I on? I leave the jacket. <laughs> I was going to say, yeah. please, do you put it back on? Obviously. Obviously, right, okay. Yeah, it's Halloween, we gotta look like uh -huh. a slut. And I look damn, <laughs> I look damn good. Um, but at this point, some guy, like, he's mad that I'm not wearing a shirt. Mm -hmm. So I'm like, that's valid enough. Mm -hmm. Um, he kind of does his laps around the party. I take my shirt on, I take mm -hmm. my shirt off. My friend's jacket. I take my, I take mm -hmm. it on and off. He comes up to me at least, like, two or three times throughout the night. Mm -hmm. I then also see him next week. We go back to rugby. No issues getting in this time. I'm with more girls, mm -hmm. um, again. And he's with his friend, and he's like, what did, what did I tell you last time? I'm like, do I need to kick you out? And his friend's like, oh, I don't know, I kind of like it. And yeah, at the party, the other dudes had like come up to me and they're like, we love your shit. And they're kind of like, not mm -hmm. flirting, but it's like looking cute, looking hot, like whatever, a variety uh -huh, of stuff. Uh -huh. Just a few guys. And so I'm like, I know it's like not terrible that I'm not wearing a shirt. Like it's not that mm -hmm. much of an issue. It's, I'm getting compliments yeah. from dudes here. Yeah. Um, and one of the dudes, his name, his name's Izzy. Izzy's like, if anyone tries to say anything about mm -hmm. what you're wearing, come get his, tell them, you know, Izzy. Yeah. And I'm like, okay. Um, which I should have done, I guess. I should have name dropped <laughs> Izzy. Um, but I don't think there were any issues Name after drop. that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but his friend, so the next week, it is actually Halloween. I'm in these shorts this time, uh, which honestly, the shorts were not that cute. I got them off Amazon and they came like mm -hmm. the day of. Mm -hmm. So I was like, I dropped, I spent hella money and get them like the day, like super fast. Mm -hmm. Cause like Amazon will jack you when it comes to holidays. Mm -hmm. You know, like I yeah. gave them notice. Like I was like, I need this like by Halloween. And they're like, mm, we can get it like November 2nd. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Normal right, price. So you, get, you got the shorts, right? Get the shorts. You go up to the frat. This the isn't rugby. a frat. This is a rugby house. The rugby um, house, And so right. it's like, you're not even a frat. Uh -huh. um, and so the dude uh, he's with is like, oh, I kind of like it. He's like, you're lucky this dude thinks you're cool. And I'm like, he's like, I think this dude is cool. Uh -huh. And they leave me, they finally leave me alone. I don't have any other issues. Good and then my friends just yeah. running around drunk and I have to like corral uh -huh. them. I'm kind of like the more dad of the friend group, you know? I try to like make sure everyone's together and no one's too How far sweet. gone. Yeah. Yeah. Good. Okay. Gotta play daddy. Awesome. Okay, do you have any other more, like, stories where you feel like you've been discriminated? Because it sounds pretty smooth sailing that was the right now, one. but I think it's, like, this is the era we live in and the time we live in. Like, we're getting yeah. more, I don't know, obviously, like... No, I think it's great that I don't have... I'm glad I don't have more stories. Yeah, like yeah. Every year, like, Pride Month is more and more accepted. It's more and more talked about. Like, people, it's mm -hmm. the awareness, right? Yeah. Yeah. All right. So no more. No more like horror. Luckily, I have not homophobic horror stories. No. <laughs> yeah. No. I mean, horror story stories dating guys and stuff, but mm -hmm. none where I was discriminated. So, horror stories <laughs> dating guys. Can we please get? We've uh, been waiting for this segment. Oof. Um, this made, I guess this, this is my expertise. This next segment is gonna be the grinder experts. <laughs> horror stories the a little more sexual a little more graphic the grinder host stories stay tuned all right now introducing our segment Ooh. 
the grinder segment. Ooh. What is grinder? Please tell us what is the app, uh, the infamous gross. thing we've been talking about that's been plastered all over my Instagram stories. It's, it's gross. What is what is grinder? So grinder is as close to gay Tinder, I think, as you're going to get. There's tons of little gay dating apps, but none have stuck around quite like Grindr has. Okay. I haven't really tried any of the other ones. I've only tried Tinder and Grindr mm-hmm. um, so far. Mm-hmm. And Tinder and Chico was not it, I can tell you that. Tinder, okay. it's like you fight, you go through the swipe so fast. You're mm-hmm. like, oh, here's someone. It's like, oh, they're mm-hmm. now 60 miles away. That doesn't help me at all. Mm-hmm. And so Grindr, there's no swiping. It just shows you whoever's closest to you within... I don't even know what the limit on the radius is. They'll, like, they'll just fill up a certain number of spots. Mm-hmm. And so if you're in San Francisco where it's like really dense, everyone's going to be within a mile. If you're in the middle of nowhere or, yeah, if you're in the middle of nowhere, mm-hmm. maybe the closest person will be like three miles. So from it's yourself. literally like the closest fuck. Yeah, but it will tell you like okay. if someone is zero feet, it might say zero feet. Oh, wow. Yeah. Sometimes it's kind of scary. You're like, you know, uh-huh. coffee, I mean, a like, hundred feet. Like, yeah. Who is it? Uh-huh. <laughs> you kind of like look around. Okay, like, let me hmm. see. Is that person across the coffee shop? Is it them? Yeah. Yeah. But it's terrible because there's a lot of people who don't like to have profile pictures at all. Uh-huh. Um, what are their pictures? Such a range of things. Sometimes, <laughs> I'd say only a third of the time maybe is it a face picture. Uh-huh. A lot of um, just like kind of torso. Um, there's more backs recently. I think mm-hmm. backs are becoming a little like hotter because uh-huh. people really like back muscles. Mm-hmm. Totally spicy. Mm-hmm. Um, lots of abs. Lots of guys who don't have abs, mm-hmm. but show their stomachs anyway. I'm like, yeah. why would I want to see that? Right. Um, some just do like their and them in their underwear. Um, the they dick recently pics. mostly just dick pics. No, you can't have a dick pic as your profile picture. Okay. But sometimes the blank ones. That's how they'll start. Okay. That's how a lot of people start. Like they might have a face picture and seem normal. They'll start it off with a dick pic. Mm-hmm. They might not have any pictures at all. Mm-hmm. They might have nothing in their bio. Here's a dick pic. Okay. Depending on what it looks like, I will either report it or I'll just be like, you were so cute. Why did you start with this? It could have been so much better. You <laughs> right, know? right. Because some guys were like, you're ugly and have a small uh-huh, dick. We're uh-huh. just going to report. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, you need to figure out what you're doing because this is not it. Right. Uh, sometimes a big dick, kind of uh-huh. ugly. We'll just be like, hmm. Sometimes we just like to tell them it's small, even if it's not small. <laughs> we're like, it's not even that big. Like, why is this your flex? Oh um, my god, like, why is Grinder known to be very toxic like that? Yes. Gaslighting yes. every fucking person you see on there. No, definitely not everyone. I only <sighs> gaslight people that deserve it. Oh my what's some of the worst stuff you've said on Grinder? That I've said? <laughs> like you've texted people. Well, I mean, that depends like what's bad. Like I've said really cringy like simp things. I've definitely it's called bad, people. Like, I've definitely fucking, called people daddy. They've been like, like I like to call daddy, and I was like, okay, like you're insulting the person. Like actually, like you wouldn't say it to their face, type of thing. Where it's like, oh, of course I would say it to their face. Well, because it's like <laughs> if they would show me their dick random. That's how I come. Like if we were in public and you mm-hmm. showed me your dick randomly. Yeah. Obviously, I can say whatever I want in response. Uh huh. Because you already like went as far like as you can go mm-hmm. with extreme responses. Mm-hmm. Um. But so I, I just depended. I was like, why does it look like that? Oh why? God. Like, that's not even like, that's so small. Mm-hmm. Cause I'm like, guys are insecure. And he's like, no, it's not. I'm like, yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Um, you really think you did something here. Oh um, it just totally depends. I'd be like, yeah, 
I don't know. I kind of like the ones who are like, oh, sorry. Well, some of them will be salty. Be like, this is grinder. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like, yeah, well, someone's got to change the culture. Like, look at me, like, slut shaming. Not even slut shaming. Like, I don't know what you'd call it. You're just Calling people out one yeah, guy call- at a time until grinder is a picture. better place. Yeah. I love that. Fucking believe in making grinder a yes. better place. You're just calling Putting people out. That dick pic sucks or whatever. Recently, and- I've started to care a lot less, though. I just kind of mm-hmm. ignore them and report them. And stuff so i gotta get i gotta get more on top of my game especially with pride uh-huh. really gotta make sure everyone's In being held line. to the best standard that they right. can be right um, although sometimes if they're hot and they have a big dick i'll just kind of forget about all that uh-huh. forget my morals so because <laughs> so because grinder because i've seen grinder mm-hmm. i've shown it to you yes as as a woman it feels very aggressive okay because you're i yeah. feel like for me, when I'm seeing that, it's very much like this dick, no, this dick, and then it's like by radius or like whichever mm-hmm. is closest. So it's like, okay, you're right there, like you're this many feet away, whatever. Okay, let's go, let's meet up. And it feels very. That's the only word I can think of describe it as is aggressive. What do you think about that? I think aggressive is a good word to describe it. The guys can be aggressive, like if you just fuck up like one, if you say one thing you don't like, you could be blocked. Mm-hmm. Um, it's also very fake because like you get so many bots. Mm-hmm. On there that are like, be my shit. I've gotten so many things like, do you want to be my sugar baby? I need mm-hmm. a loyal sugar baby. I need blah, blah, blah. Uh-huh. I'll give you $500. I'll give you $1,000. Yeah. And they have a range too. Mm-hmm. They have hot sugar daddies. They, well, obviously not real, mm-hmm. but they'll use hot guys' pictures. They use old guys' pictures. Mm-hmm. They use fat guy pictures. They use young, super. But you can always kind of tell because there's like a pattern to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have other hacks, scams too. Mm-hmm. So pay attention to the scams, people. So if they if ever ask Grindr, you to use yeah. another website, like, oh, my snap, they'll say, if they want, they'll send, um, they'll be like, hey, I can travel or I can host mm-hmm. and I'm verse. They're being too broad. They're trying to hit their whole audience. They want tops. They want top bottoms. They want guys who drive. They want uh-huh. guys who can't drive. Uh-huh. They want everybody. Mm-hmm. Then they'll like have some young guy with hot pictures and you're like, ooh, he's already sending pictures. Like, wow, he's really direct. Mm-hmm. He's like talking a little bit mm-hmm. um it seems like it right amount because they're not starting with the dick pics but they like send them after just a few messages right um and then they'll be like okay if you want to and i'll be like okay like let's meet up mm-hmm. and they would always be like okay but you need to verify i'm like okay what's your snapchat and they're like mm-hmm. i don't like snapchat because i got hacked mm-hmm. or i don't like snapchat because blah 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 oh okay or, i yeah. can use instagram because blah 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 right, and then, right. like go to this website and i remember i was like this is a scam, mm-hmm. but let's figure out what this, like, how is it a scam? Why is it a scam? Uh-huh. And I, like, f- found out the little thing. I'm lying. I'm like, what's my name? Uh, Ligma. Whatever. The f- like, Ligma. I don't know. I probably, like, actually used Brian or something. I don't right, know. Because right, it's yeah. similar to my real name. Uh-huh. Um, and so I fill it out. And I, th- and I ask for my credit card number. I'm like, mm-hmm. ah. Like, you mm-hmm. couldn't have been more obvious. Yeah. So that'll pop up a lot where they want to verify identities, and they'll have a they'll have a real Instagram link to your grind to their grinder. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, well, Instagram won't be real, mm-hmm. but I always think it's so funny because people who I have mutuals with, I'll see that they follow it, and I'm like, "You sucker! <laughs> like, you can't tell this is a scam." Oh my god! And I just feel bad, but I also laugh. Oh god. Okay, so. Like I said, like, I feel like Grinder is very aggressive. Yep. I feel like it's very much made for men, where it's like, I feel like women could never be on that type of app, because women like, like to take their time, I feel like, where guys are very much... Well, I it's think, not the app's fault that it's like, they just have the foundation. I think it's programmed that way for... Like, it's kind of like targeting, that's what I feel like. It's like targeting for the audience, obviously, right? I think, well, it's the people that ruined it. 
Like ruined it. Yeah, the men ruined it. They're the ones who are sending the dick pics and choosing these really inappropriate profile pictures. Uh-huh. Although it doesn't help, the app did lower the guidelines mm-hmm. um, for what you can have as your profile picture mm-hmm. because they do filter it. You have to get your profile pictures approved mm-hmm. and have to. I'm like, how did this get approved? I'm like, just there will be like some little like Snapchat filter over it, mm-hmm. and then it'll be a full dick. And I'm like, oh my God. what? Yeah. I'm like, why am I looking at someone's asshole right now? <laughs> Assholes are gross. Yeah. People are like, can you give me an asshole picture? I'm like, no. Mm-hmm. That's nasty. Yeah. I don't right. like other people's assholes. I don't like my Not asshole. To see that. Yeah. Like, no. Okay. Um, but the app, I mean, it's mostly the people that are the problem. Mm-hmm. Like, Grinder only has, like, so it's very basic. It's just like, mm-hmm. here are the men, send them a text, send them pictures. Mm-hmm. Although I wish they would take reports more seriously. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's so many. That yeah, but there's not you much. You guys are just it. whipping out those reports like it's like. Nothing. So it's just the fact that the guys are so straightforward, right? Um, that literally will send a dick pic and then be like, "Hey," and act like they didn't just show you their full nude body. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. Okay. That's yeah. just the way it is. <laughs> it's a very. Intriguing, and we're trying to change them. It's a very intriguing app. I feel like every time I've seen it, it's like I'm drowning in dick pics and aggressiveness. But <laughs> that's beside assholes. the point. Assholes and from asshole assholes. pictures and thong pictures and. Oh, the thongs are. It's almost never the people that should be. <laughs> Occasionally, you'd be like, "Wow, that is a really nice butt." I'm like, he can post it, but then everyone else, you're like, no. Fuck report. Get block, it out of here. Fucking Get it out of here. block your shit. Okay. Yeah, it's from the old men. How did you find Grinder? Where did you hear about it? Or when did you first get on it? I can't tell you where I heard about it from. But I can tell you I started getting on it freshman year. Okay. So they have the age limit. You're supposed to be 18. I was 15. Mm -hmm. I think I first tried it while I was at the beach. Every summer I'd go to the beach with my grandparents. Mm -hmm. um, And I decided to try it then because I'm like, I'm not at home. Um, so I don't know, for some reason, not being at home kind of mm-hmm. felt like a good, and I was going to be there for a week. Mm-hmm. So I get on it and I think I do meet someone that week mm-hmm. and I got in their car and I went to their place mm-hmm. and I was like, damn, I could definitely get kidnapped right now. But I didn't, I made it out alive. Okay. I lived to tell the tale. Um, I was very anxious the entire time, mm-hmm. but yeah, no, I started on it when I was 15 and I've been on it ever since although off and on i definitely delete grind i'm like this is so toxic uh-huh. and i had a very um in high school i just had a mindset where it's like having sex drinking alcohol partying was all very important mm-hmm. and i didn't really do any of it in high school so mm-hmm. it was just always the desire to and so i would if i had grinder i would just be on it all the time looking for someone mm-hmm. and as someone who couldn't have people to my house because of mm-hmm. my family right and as someone who didn't have a car i couldn't really go to them it had to be someone like pretty close by that was willing to pick me up and i didn't so that like immediately you have to raise the age expectations because mm-hmm. another 15 year old which i think i probably found yeah um but they say they're 18 right so it's right. like you want to be someone close to your age, but they're not going to have their own place and car and be willing to pick you up and also be good looking. Right. Yeah. So a lot of factors to consider. Yeah. So now that I have my own car and I'll have my own apartment over the summer, I can finally have like reasonable expectations mm-hmm. for people. Right. I, so you yeah. said you got on when you were 15. Yeah. Do you feel like you were hooking up with people like earlier than other people were? Or do you feel like, like, yeah, kind of like, okay, like being gay and stuff like you had you were more inclined to like with people more like or faster earlier gay culture definitely expects like gay embraces culture, yeah. hookup culture uh-huh. um 
which I mean, even our like young generation of straight culture, like at college, it's like mostly hooking up. Mm-hmm. People like don't like to put labels on things. Mm-hmm. Um, it's like you don't want to say you're dating. Mm-hmm. I've met people who don't even want to say they're talking. I was like, we're not even in the to- we're not in the talking stage yet. I'm like, mm-hmm. then what are you doing? They're like, whatever's before the talking stage. I'm like, the talking stage is as early as it gets. That, people, that's you can't get rid of the talking stage. You're texting strangers. Yeah. Okay. If you're not talking, then you have never talked in your life. <laughs> Right. Yeah. There's nothing before that. Uh-huh. Um, so gay guys, yeah, there's definitely more hookup culture. And guys on Grindr will be like, when they'll send you nudes, you'll be like, what the fuck? And they'll be like, it's Grindr, what do you expect? So they really leaned into it. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't hook up with that many people. Uh, I think I hooked up with three people, and they gave me blowjob, handjob. Oh, I guess technically four. Three of them were for Grindr. Mm-hmm. One of them was my friend's boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> um, yeah. It was, they had a very rough relationship, mm-hmm. so I didn't feel like I was, like, sabotaging anything. Intruding. And yeah. she knew I liked him, and he'd flirted with me. I told her to get him to stop flirting with me. Mm-hmm. He continued. After over a year, yeah. I was kind of like, and they've had a rough relationship the entire... No, it was, like, two years of them being in a rough relationship. Oh, God. yeah. I was like, I'm just going to let things happen. Uh-huh. I'm not going to ask for anything. I'm not going to instigate anything. Mm-hmm. I'm going to start it. Mm-hmm. But he offered to give me a hand job mm-hmm. and i let him um because he had spent the night at my house um just as friends mm-hmm. um and nothing happened and i was like screw it um but yeah okay. no hookups i only hooked up with three guys from grinder mm-hmm. um various ages do you care to talk about them Can sure you hear the um, stories well so the first one was at the beach mm-hmm. i met him on the beach because i didn't want him to know like where i was staying right um that's doesn't seem safe for a stranger right. although i guess Getting in his car was fine and letting that him drive me. That is very... And this is happening in the middle of the night, right? No. Is this during the day? I think it's like the... The evening. Evening? It's still sunny out. Uh-huh. I can't remember if it's before or after dinner. Mm-hmm. But I do remember I told my grandma I'd gone for a run. And mm-hmm. then I was gone for probably more than an hour. Okay. And I was like, oh, I just ran too far down the beach and then I just walked back. Mm-hmm. Is basically what I said. And she didn't question it at all. Mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was kind of funny. Um, because my parents are back home, so yeah, I'm only talking to my grandparents and my brother. Mm-hmm. I don't remember what I told my brother. Probably the same thing, uh, if he even noticed. Mm-hmm. Um, but so yeah, no, we walked on the beach. We talked for a bit. He talked about being in high school. I had told him I was under 18. I think I told him I was 17, mm-hmm. not that I was 15. Um, but he's. I just went with him because he seemed nice. Mm-hmm. He wasn't particularly. He was kind of cute, I guess. How old was this man? <laughs> Um, I want to say 23, late, no, not late, young 20s. Okay. Um, somewhat young 20s, so 23. That's not terrible if you're 15. Eh. It's, um, it's, it's definitely. Not good. Statue. Not recommended, people. It's definitely. It was not good for me. I made it out safely, uh-huh. but I was very anxious the entire time. It's giving serial killer vibes. Um, <laughs> you know, we went back to his place, not uh-huh. that far. Um, I was kind of anxious. I think I pet his cat. We stripped a little bit, made out a little bit. Uh-huh. I think I had only kissed one other guy at the time. I dated a guy in high school. Mm-hmm. This is like your first, maybe like hook up with someone? This, yeah, this is my first hookup because me and yeah. my boyfriend in high school only ever kissed. He started giving me a blowjob once and then was like, nope, this isn't it. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's fine. I didn't really uh-huh. want the blowjob anyway. Um, <laughs> he wanted to do it and then he made it. It was like, nope, just kidding. Oh. Um, and so, yeah, this is like my first blowjob. And I was so anxious the entire time. I did not enjoy it. I, 
Thank God you were away. Don't think you I weren't here. finished. Yeah. Yeah, I don't think I did. I remember he kind of just, like, humped my leg. Because, like, I didn't touch <laughs> him at all. Uh-huh. He was going to hump my leg and he jerked off and then he came. Um... Was that weird up. at all for you? Because that's super sad. weird. That's I was super anxious. <laughs> I was very uncomfortable. I yeah. did not enjoy it, and I think that kind of scarred me sexually, like because I like traumatized myself. Uh-huh. Uh And then of course I did it again. Right. Um This is a, months later. I then what was the second guy? There was t- three guys in total over up until probably s- between freshman and junior year. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. So one guy, I was in the mountains with my family, mm-hmm. not Tahoe, but like almost Tahoe kind of. Mm-hmm. And I took my dad's new truck at 2.30 in the morning. I remember we were, me and my, we were at a hotel mm-hmm. and it's one of those hotels, like there's only one main room. Mm-hmm. So it's my parents in the other bed and my brother is in his bed and he's kind of asleep. He wakes up when I'm leaving. He's like, where are you going? I'm like, oh, I play the anxiety card. I'm like, I'm feeling anxious. So I'm going to go for a walk. Uh-huh. Grab my dad's keys, get in his truck, mm-hmm. go to this guy's. I think I told him, I think I always, no, one guy I told I was 18, this guy I told I was 17, he was kind of like, I didn't hear anything, whatever. Um, and he so offers me a little bit of wine, too. isn't this scary for you? I mean, like, you're going in the middle of the night, and it's like... This one's scarier. It's for, it's literally Especially because like, I'm a new driver, uh-huh. and I took my dad's new truck. Brand Ooh. new truck. I've had my license for... Oh, this is in... Is this spring break or winter break? If it's winter break, no. It must be spring break. Because mm-hmm. I got my license in January. Mm-hmm. So it has not been that long of me in a license. And I'm driving a new truck in the mountains. Oh totally dark. I've this never is, been here. This is literally reminding super me of... Super sketchy. Have you watched Euphoria? Uh, I've seen the end of season two. Okay, in the beginning, it's literally about how she goes and meets guy middle aged men in like hotel rooms. Jules? And she lets yeah, Jules, and she like lets them fuck her. And well, it's he very didn't fuck scary. Me. It's literally like you could get killed. Oh yeah. What is that like? Now in my head, when this happens, like how do you have the confidence to leave in the middle of the night on a trip? Drive the truck, obviously. It's like, kind of like if something wracking. bad happens, at least I'll have a good story. But that's the thing—you won't survive to tell the story. You'll be dead. Mm, if I die, then I die. Oh my god! Mm, not the healthiest mindset, but if I die, then I die. What? It's just only embarrassing for my family to find out. That's the only drawback. Okay. Um, but I mean, in my head, I was kind of like, the reason I picked these guys isn't really because I'm attracted to them, which is probably also why I confuse myself sexually. Because okay. I, again, did not enjoy the time I spent. Like, it was, the guy was nice, but I was just anxious the entire time. Right. Didn't feel any really sensation when he blew me. Mm-hmm. Um, I still didn't blow him or anything. Mm-hmm. It's just me. Um, so why did you pick them? It wasn't for Because he seemed nice. Okay. I think he also, he was kind of more built. The other guy was, like, shorter than me. Mm-hmm. He was kind of, like, a little muscly. I still have him on Instagram. Um, oh I still God. follow him. Oh um, he was a Native American. Uh, his family owned the local casino. So I guess we were somewhere in Nevada. Um, right. I remember yeah. I liked his cowboy boots. Oh, my God. Okay, so they were very, how do you feel like it progressed every hookup? Were you becoming more aware of what you were doing? Or do you feel like... Like, yeah, how was it progressing for you? It took a while before I started enjoying it. So the third guy in high school, I invited to my house because mm-hmm. it was summer at this mm-hmm. point. 
I think junior summer and I invited him over because no one's home and I told him I was 18 and he saw my room and he looked a little worried mm-hmm. um he asked me to sit on his face and I was like no that's weird <laughs> but he didn't eat my ass that was the first time someone ate my ass uh-huh. that was okay I like that he had facial hair you know a little scruff right right it kind of feels nice down there guys so don't be afraid uh-huh. to like leave it a little unshaven okay um nothing yeah. wrong with some scruff uh-huh um kind of did his thing I remember he didn't he looked a little older than I was like oh I think he might need some old pictures uh, but still like decent looking <laughs> shorter but also kind of had some muscles anytime so, yeah. someone freaked you the fuck out like you were like going for a hookup or something and something happened and it was like this is a fucking red flag i should not be here probably chuck chuck Chuck. what happened with chuck i'm pretty sure chucky bro what happened with chucky well i'm pretty sure chuck gave me gonorrhea so that sucked Oh my god. Mm-hmm. Um, and ruined things with my um, friends' benefits at the time. Mm-hmm. But Chuck, I remember, didn't have. I don't remember what the deal was with his place, but he mm-hmm. was house sitting for a friend. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. So I'm like, it's probably nicer than his place. So I was like, screw it. And I was really down bad at this moment. And I remember Chuck had a big dick, and that's why I was excited. But I don't know. Chuck was like smoking when I got there, mm-hmm. and I'm. I was really against smoking at the time. Yeah. And I just kind of looked down on people for smoking. And mm-hmm. now I've told them, like, whatever, smoking's cool. Or not cool, but it's just not really for me as much. Yeah. Although I'll probably try it again in the near future. Mm-hmm. Um, just because, like, trying new things is good for you. Um, <laughs> yeah. Gen- generally speaking. <laughs> right, right. Uh, I did have a professor at Chico who was like, try everything mm-hmm. once, but only try half of it. And I remember mm-hmm. laughing. I was like, how do you try half a Coke? <laughs> how do you try half a Coke? <laughs> Um, but okay. anyway, I just remember he, like, looked kind of dirty, and that's why I was, like, apprehensive to meet him, but I was, like, really want to try a big dick, because I still hadn't had, like, sex I really enjoyed before, uh-huh. and I'd already had two boyfriends at this point who I didn't enjoy penetrative, like, anal mm-hmm, sex with, mm-hmm. and I think I might have hooked up with one or two, I think I, I don't remember how many guys I'd hooked up at this point. Yeah. But there's one guy I'd liked, and I was like, this is decent, and then so I was like, so let's see what a really big dick is like, what's the hype about? And he was just, like, dirty looking. He was smoking. He, I remember I told him, one of the reasons I didn't sleep with him before, Mm -hmm. um, because he didn't hit me up a few times, Mm -hmm. um, was just because I was, like, you're older. Mm -hmm. Like, I think he was late 20s, maybe 30. I think late 20s. But he was already, like, balding. um, And, like, clearly, like, doing drugs had, like, aged him. Yeah. And so he was like, yeah, but I'm not, like, really mature. I'm not very mature. Like, I kind of act young. And I was like... That's worse. I want someone who looks oh young God. and acts mature, because that's how I like a criminal. more so. This sounds like this person's been incriminated for like drug possession and drug abuse. Yeah, it looked older, kind of just seemed dirty. Like he just got out. Pretty sure gave me the clap. So yeah, I mean, just red flags all over the board. Okay. Sex didn't yeah. feel like anything. I was so disappointed. I'm like, and that was one of the first times. I was able to finish during sex, like mm-hmm. actually come, uh-huh. because I just masturbated and acted like he wasn't there. Oh my god. I was like, his dick was like the biggest I'd had. Okay, why? And why I is still this... felt like nothing. Oh my god. So it's important to sleep with people you're attracted to. It was like, do you feel like it was because you were like in your head a lot because you were like just like very observationally aware of what was happening and you had to be like more on guard or like. It wasn't on guard. It was just like. There was no chemistry. Yeah, I didn't really like his personality. I didn't like the way he looked. I why only like the size of his dick. I am not a quitter. I didn't quit water polo. I, I didn't, quit. didn't quit. 
didn't quit the hazing process for my fraternity. I, we don't haze. We pledge educate. Uh-huh. I made it through. Uh-huh. I just don't quit things even if I want to. So I saw it through and this man finished and I finished. Actually, most of the time I don't finish. Mm-hmm. So I guess I sometimes do quit. Um, like, oh my God. It's more okay. of like I've accepted my limits. Yeah. Okay. We kind of talked about this earlier, but again, I have to ask, why is hookup culture so high in gay culture? Like why... I just feel like it's Ooh, very. I mean, like, that's a hard again, question. Again, aggressive. Yet an that's easy the only question. word I have to. The only way I can explain it is why is the hookah culture aggressive? So men are horny. Yeah. And women aren't as horny. That's true. Like, there's definitely yeah. some women. Yeah. There's exceptions. This is the gen. We're generalizing here. Generalizing. Men are horny. Women not so much. But then you put a man and a man together, and you have two horny people, mm-hmm. and they're like, "Oh, I already. I'm horny, and I know he's horny. So let's just." Right. Mm-mm-mm. And they were both boys. <laughs> okay. What are some of the spicy stories you have for us hooking up with people? Like good ones or bad ones? Like the most craziest shit. Well, the craziest was when I stole my dad's truck, my brand new truck, and drove right. it in the mountains at 2 30 in the morning. Uh-huh. Oh my god. Um I will say my favorite part about hooking up with Chuck was when I was walking there. There were these, I'm assuming, frat guys. They gave frat vibes. Uh-huh. And I was wearing a little short shorts. I was like, I want to feel sexy. I want to, like, feel cute. Mm. And so I forget what they said. But they said something about my short shorts. Mm-hmm. And I kind of, like, flirted back with them. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, what was the song? I don't know. One of them sang a little song at me, even. <laughs> and they were like, what's your Snapchat? And I, like, I would, I started walking behind them. I got to them said a few things, got ahead of them, and they're mm-hmm. like, what's your number? What's your Snapchat? And I turn around, and I was like, who else my number? Mm-hmm. And the, other, the guy who's, like, from his, the guy who sounded like he said it was like, oh, he does? And he was like, no, he does? And, like, no one actually, like, oh, want, you know? yeah, yeah, But they yeah. were, tro- it was totally funny. And so I just thought it was so funny that these guys were, like, complimenting me, like, talking about, like, how good my ass looked, my little shorts. <laughs> oh my God, um, God. And then they turned the block, and I was sad, and I was like, oh, time to go do mm-hmm. with Chuck. And I forgot if they were going to party or something. I was like, maybe I should just go with these guys instead. Uh-huh. Uh, see what they're up to tonight. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, I was down bad and I was like, I would feel bad canceling. Like I don't flake at all. Mm-hmm. Like flaking is mm-hmm. so shitty. Uh, there's definitely a good amount of flakes on Grinder as well as like just fake accounts altogether. Mm-hmm. Um, there will be guys who will like only want your pictures so that they can use them to catfish other guys. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of warnings on Grinder with people trying to get your money, people trying to get your pictures. People just suck. Yeah. Uh, Are oh, these, you, yeah. yeah. Were these guys ever taking advantage of you? Do you feel like what? Did you ever, did that thought ever cross your mind? Felt used? Used, or they were, like, taking advantage because you were younger, or do you feel like they were ever, like, purposely fishing for, like, younger guys? Ever? It's kind of complicated. I think there's a lot of guys that like younger guys. I don't think, no one gave me pedophile vibes. Yeah, kind of like, If that's how younger you mean. I Mm -hmm. mean, if you just mean, like, 18 to 20, like... Yeah, everyone thinks college guys are sexy. Mm-hmm. Like, I mean, after, like, some people like their silver foxes and everything, mm-hmm. but I don't blame guys for thinking younger guys are hot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't know if I ever felt, like, used. Yeah. There was one guy who also could have given me gonorrhea. It was around the same time as Chuck. Mm-hmm. And I remember he tried to fuck me for at least, like, two to three hours, but he couldn't get it in... Because I, I have a hard time relaxing. And I've had this a lot of times where guys couldn't get it in. Mm-hmm. Whether I have small dicks or big dicks. 
um, and they just can't get it in because I can't relax. Mm-hmm. So that's part of why you shouldn't hook up with strangers you don't know because you need to feel comfortable when you're having sex. Right. Um, but he just kept trying, and it was really awkward this to have him like. like I, I remember went, I was like falling asleep I would in his pass bed. Out from the amount of awkwardness and uncomfortableness. I'm like trying. Again, I'm kind I'm of like, falling asleep, and he's I, trying to fuck my ass. I'm trying to understand. <laughs> I'm trying to fall asleep. He's trying to fuck my ass. That's the quote. That's the line of the episode. I remember I asked him, though. I'm like, how many times did you jerk off today? He was like, five. And I was like, oh my So it's not just me. Your dick isn't like particularly hard. Because I'm like, to get fucked, it does, I need a pretty yeah, hard dick to get like it he's in. Worn yeah, work out it in for there. The day. Yeah. Uh, and so he, I wasn't relaxed at all. And he's not even at his like full potential. Uh huh. Oh my God. So obviously it didn't work. How are you not ever scared or feel threatened or just oh, worried Oh, I totally feel scared. Like when I go to guys well, like, and they're going to pick me up in my car, I'm going. like, what if I get kidnapped? And if I get kidnapped, I'm like, that's a good story. I'm talking about getting kidnapped. Oh I can write a book or something. I can have my own podcast. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about getting kidnapped. <laughs> I think one of the scarier ones. is a different pod- a different kidnap story. Day three okay. in the kidnapper's basement. <laughs> Okay. Um, but no, I think one of the scarier ones was when I when I was in high school and I invited the guy to my house. And I was like, what if he robs me? Like, I'm going to explain this to my family. I let some guy in because he was supposed to sleep with me. And then he robbed us instead because he's a guy I met online. Oh my God. And so I remember before he came, my brother had this little cane. And so I put the cane by the door in case I needed to, like, hit him with it. Fucking stab that bitch. Yeah. Luckily, he wasn't crazy and he was oh. a nice guy and he asked me to sit on his face. Which I guess I can appreciate more now. Um, but at the time, I'd never heard of that like as a thing. So I was yeah. like, that sounds gross. Mm-hmm. Why would you put your mouth there? Oh, uh, which I understand mm-hmm. the hype now. Even though I don't really like having my ass ate any- mm-hmm. still. Okay. So we talked about the best hookup stories. Wait, did mm-hmm. we cover them yet? Mm, I think the best... There's two guys I've really liked. One guy in Chico and one guy here. He lives mm-hmm. in Redwood City. Mm-hmm. I actually saw him um, two days ago. Okay. Uh, so I've seen him twice now. He's a software engineer, 31, and it's kind of interesting because he's a little autistic, I Uh think. I Uh think. I'm not sure, but he's very introverted and he's kind of socially awkward, but he's very confident, like, sexually, Mm -hmm. and he kind of has, like, a disconnect. Like, he can just fuck someone and it's just sex to him, but Uh he will still be very intimate and he will cuddle me, and he's a pleaser, which Mm -hmm. doesn't really work because I'm also a pleaser. We both, like, want the other Uh, person to, like, finish and, like, Uh be happier, but he's, like, just fucked me so fast. He's like, wow, you can really, like, take it. And I was like, yeah. yeah. I was like, is that not normal? He's like, no. And I was like, oh. So, some would say I'm a power bottom. I don't know. I don't know if I'd say that because, like, I have a okay, hard time getting so dicks many inside. Ter- that was the only thing that I noticed on Grinder is there's so many different terms. That is true. And I was looking at the list, and I was like, what the fuck do these mean? Yeah, the main ones are top, bottom, verse. A top means you're the one putting your dick in someone. A bottom means you're the one taking dick. Verse means you switch it up. I'll fuck them. They'll fuck me. It's all good. <laughs> Um, power bottom, power bottom, I've seen different definitions for. I had to look it up like one of the first times. And so some say Uh it means you can take dick really forcefully. Mm -hmm. What's the other one? The other one means that you can take dicks of any size. Oh my God. Yeah. So it's either about size or motion. Mm -hmm. And so some would say I'm a power bottom because I can take dick like really fast and it was great. Uh, and then the other guy I really liked, because he was just amazing at cuddling. And he was kind of animalistic mm-hmm. in bed. Like, oh, there's a little more, I think he kind of, like, nibbled my shoulder. I like to have tongues in my ear. Because uh-huh. my nipple, like, there's different androgynous signs for people. So right. my nipples don't do anything. My ears, right. it's a good place to put your tongue. Uh, okay. Ass, not so much. Fuck me. Go for it, though. Oh, 
Um, but so it was just the best cuddling. He like held me tight. And it was like normally it's like you cuddle and it's like sweaty mm-hmm. and you have to get away. Um, but no, him like we stayed cuddling all night. And it was weird because I he fucked me in December. And then he kind of, like, lost my contact. He was hard to make plans with, whatever. But then he found me again um, towards the end of the semester. Mm-hmm. And so now he's, like, texting me, like, more... Regu- he was texting me more regularly. And he was, like, bummed I was, like, going away for the summer. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, we could have been, like, dating this entire time. Like, he asked me on a real date. Like, the first yeah. time we met, we just fucked. Mm-hmm. And I spent the night and cuddled. And I went to class the next morning and didn't see him again. Mm-hmm. Um, and he, like, said he wanted to make plans again, but he never did. Mm-hmm. And I was, like, so fuck that dude. And I was really bummed about it. I remember trying to manifest. Mm-hmm. <gasps> I manifested. No wonder he wants me back. <laughs> Manifesting might work, guys. Manifesting does work. Okay. Uh, so, I manifested this other dude, so we'll see if I ever come back on the podcast and tell you how that went. I would love to hear it. I'd love to have you back on. All right, let's kind of wrap it up. So we talked about what it's been like with your journey coming out. We oh, talked one about- more note, though. Wow. Have a three-way. Three-ways are fun. Do you have a story about that that you want to share? I'll make it very brief. Okay, let's hear it. It was 2.30 a.m. again. Oh um, this couple had been texting me earlier that day. Um, I was very like, I don't know if I want a three-way. I've never done that. And they're both 31, so they're kind of older. I'm 18 at this point. I'm at Chico. Mm-hmm. Um, I bike to their hotel, which is like a 30-minute bike ride oh at 2.15. So maybe get there at like 2.45 yeah. in the morning. I have to go under an underpass under That's like the freeway that was so sketchy i was like there's homeless people in chico so i'm like what uh-huh. if this homeless man like tries to steal my bike or fucking oh God, stab yeah. me luckily i don't see anyone on the bike ride but i'm like kind of scared at this point i spent the night at their hotel with them mm-hmm. um again he tried to fuck me while i no what happened his boy, they were boyfriends for like five, six years, so they just mm-hmm. didn't really believe in marriage. But they mm-hmm. were basically like a married couple. Yeah, a couple years. Um, and they were in town for a wedding, and one of them was like riding me, and the other just started trying to fuck me, but he couldn't get it in, so I just made out with him. And then he fucked me later when I was able to like relax more. Yeah. Um, that was like one of the better times I'd had sex. I don't know what was good about it. I think it was the position. Spooning, great position. Um, missionary depends. Mm-hmm. Um, but spooning, I really like that position because you get a good amount of contact and mm-hmm. they can still get a good amount of momentum mm-hmm. going. Um, and then, yeah, and then I biked home in the morning and I was totally fine. And then I just tell them that I had gonorrhea because it's all in that same <laughs> little time span. <laughs> this is like a TV show. Um, stories? No, this is literally, I mean, I know the podcast is stories of a grinder host, stories yeah. of a grinder expert, but you could literally. Yeah, if you need any more stats, show. I've fucked six or I've. Had anal sex with sixteen guys, uh, oh BJ's God. the number maybe like I don't know about doubles, but I'd definitely be up to at least twenty five okay. if blowjobs counted as your body count. Um, Run us the stats. <laughs> I've had two boyfriend. I mean, I dated a guy and he mm-hmm. I called him my boyfriend, but I wouldn't say he's my boyfriend. Mm-hmm. So I had two boyfriends, sixteen bodies, and I had I think the first fourteen or fifteen in one year. Mm-hmm. So. Still working on it. This summer, we'll definitely get up to 20. Is that the goal? It's not a goal. It's just like <laughs> what we expect. All right. So back to the summary. <laughs> that was a very brief, a lot for a brief story of a threesome. Well, you did ask more questions. <laughs> okay. So we talked about your childhood. Woo. We talked about coming out. Yes. We talked about middle school, high school, college, all the grinder shit that's happened. And I'm sure there'll be plenty more college stories. Yes. So, let kind of uh, some 
wrap up questions, things overall, okay. an overall arc on your life as a gay person and also like what you've learned and how you've been experimenting and all that stuff and figuring out different things and obviously using grinder to your advantage. Ooh, I really hope I don't start rambling. Um, <laughs> wear condoms. Wear condoms. Uh-huh. Prep is a thing. It will prevent HIV. I'm going to get on that soon. Um, only sleep with people you're comfortable with or you might like stunt your sexual growth mm-hmm. that happened to me i didn't enjoy sex because i had it with people i didn't really mm-hmm. actually want to have it with mm-hmm. um this is a very obvious one you don't need to party you don't need to drink you don't need to be popular to be cool which i wasn't trying to be popular i just wanted to try drinking mm-hmm. and was really obsessed with trying to and i missed I, I would say missed on other things but it made me lose a little bit of appreciation for some other things i was like this is lame why am i biking with my friends when we could be drinking mm-hmm. um and now that I'm drinking, I'm like, it's, I don't need to drink to have fun. Right, It's a yeah. very different mindset. Yeah. So keep in mind, you don't need substances to have fun. Um, embrace who you are. Come out when you're ready. Although, there's not, like... Some people, the worst that can happen mm-hmm. is pretty dire. But things will work out. Yeah. So come out when you're ready. And maybe come out a little earlier than maybe you think. Mm-hmm. You know? Because it's never going to be a great time to come out. There's not going to be those windows, really, where it's going to come up. You kind of have to make those windows mm-hmm. um, to do it, but find your support systems, do your best. Mm-hmm. Mm, I'm talking about high school more so. Um, you have a community. That's a big part that people don't realize. Yeah, definitely. You have such a strong community supporting you that, like, if you need help, if you need resources, if you don't need resources, you need some people to talk to. There's a little like. You don't realize that the gay guys, it's a network. Mm -hmm. Because if you, like, it's really easy with social media now. You see one gay guy, and if you look at who, and if you follow enough of them, you'll see that they follow each other. Right, yeah. So if you find one, it'll help you find others, whether it's just a friend or someone you have deeper feelings Mm -hmm. for. There's a network of people that can help you get more connected and will help support you. So know you have such a strong community behind you. That's why Pride Mm -hmm. is so great, and I'm super excited for Pride in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. Um, I already got invited to a crystal cave rave. Mushroom. Um, yeah, which I don't Blue. even know if I'm, yeah, Sapphire. if they're going to have mushrooms. I don't do mushrooms. I don't know if I'm going to go, but I got invited already. Uh-huh. Um, so maybe there'll be some updates on that. Definitely. But yeah. you have a strong community. Mm-hmm. Build your support system if you can, and it'll all work out. Amazing. I didn't get kidnapped. I didn't die. Although, it helped that I was ready to. Oh, God. Last question for yes. you before we end the podcast. Okay. What does Pride Month mean to you? Ooh. Pride Month is... Well, it's, it's pride. It's being proud of who you are. I'm really proud to be a gay man. Um, I wear, like my crop tops. I like my short shorts. Mm-hmm. That's because, like, sometimes then you don't have to explain things. You should be like, this is who I am. Mm-hmm. Because people are like, I don't like that. It's your whole personality. I'm like... Flip them off. Yeah, this is me. Literally. I'm flipping off the podcast right now because <laughs> fuck those people. Um, it can be whatever part of my personality mm-hmm. as I want. Although I'd say don't make it your whole personality like a blue-haired person. Blue-haired girls. <laughs> um, yeah. But Pride Month is about seeing your community. Because it really everyone likes to come out for it. And you should participate. Because then there's more people and you just really get to see your group. Because it's like... 
racially people like really embrace mm-hmm. their cultures mm-hmm. because it's like you can see those people you see someone in your culture and you sometimes feel more comfortable this is that time for us where we really lean into definitely, it definitely yeah so pride month is being proud and helping your community mm-hmm. and having fun as a community amazing well <laughs> that is it for the podcast episode yeah. thank you so much for coming on thank this you has for been me. I don't even want to succumb you to the grinder expert, but it's just so much more than that. Your story, telling us about your coming out story. I know it's hard to talk about it, especially with like parent and family dynamics and stuff like that. Struggles in high school, stuff like that, like fraternities, experiencing homophobicism, giving us a very detailed experience and like kind of look into all the hookup scenarios. But I think people learned a lot from it and it was juicy, no doubt. Thank you so much for coming on. Yeah, thanks for having me. I love you. I love your podcast. So much love for everybody. Okay, that is it. All right, we will see you guys on, or not we. (laughs) You might come back for another episode if we have more to update us with. Uh, But that is it for the podcast episode. Thank you so much for listening. As always, rate this podcast, follow this episode, uh, or follow the podcast, rate the podcast um rate the episodes um this is available on all the streaming platforms um and you can see more about that on the too many thoughts podcast instagram follow me and yeah i will see you guys in the next one thank you so much always for listening and i'll yeah i'll see you next friday bye